Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So, Midflight Brawl brought to you by Heaps Normal, uh, beer without the headaches, uh, plug-in duty-free for your free shipping these days as a Midflight Brawl patron or listener. Um, yeah, dry July, otherwise known as Coward Month. Um, get into that. Uh, Katie's way this week. That's why I'm doing this. Not much of an ad man, not a radio head. But uh, here we are anyway, so sucked in. Anyway, get amongst heaps normal. Um, they're responsible for you being able to listen to this. Let's go. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-Air Madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-Air Brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf Coast. At LAX. Thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. So many of them have been captured on cell phones. I'm the lady that's not in the I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door. Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip rack can fly. Here's what happens when they do. I'm Luke Heggie, and with me this week in Nicholas J. Cody's absence is sound recordist and editor extraordinaire Conrad Hendricks. Welcome to the show for the first time, mate. Sort of. Oh, it's great to be here. Thank you. Yeah. Conrad's got to listen to us every week, uh, more than you people, cut out some shit. That uh, gets Cut out said. A lot of shit. Mostly, mostly from uh, Cody's end. It must be said he's quite offensive. Um, he's away this week. Obviously, he's got a new baby to play with, and uh, I'll let you tell. Well, I'll let him tell you all about it next week when he's back. With any luck, I'm up here in Sydney in lockdown. How's Melbourne, mate? It's all right, going strong. You know, yeah, rolling this together now. He's- Lots of zeros down here. <laughs> Good on you, mate. Oh, you, you're sending messages to all your Sydney friends. We're all in this. We can get you through this, yeah. etc. I didn't send one last year, not one, to any Melbourne people. I was quite disparaging, actually, and uh, it's come back to haunt me now. But fuck it, that's uh, you make your bed. Um, so yeah, that's just that's rolling along here. We've uh, we've got another episode this week that we recorded pre um, labour and baby, so that's that'll be just business as usual there. But um, we're also planning soon enough to uh, do a catch up episode. There's so much. Happening, uh, mid-flight brawl-wise, brawl-wise, um, as we speak, there's people fighting on planes and doing stupid shit. So we need to do a catch-up episode. There's so many little incidents. Everyone's fucking angry. So don't panic. This podcast will never ever end unless uh, something bad happens to us. But um, well, getting cancelled basically. That's the bad thing. Uh, my new pencils are in, mate. I'll send some down for Conrad's turning fifty. Everyone, quite soon. Is that uh, is that out of bounds? That all right? Nah, that's not a, yeah, that's right. This you weekend. Cel- how are you celebrating, mate? Tell us how you're celebrating. Uh, celebrating with a two-show day and then a bump out till about 1 a.m. in the morning. Oh, good on you. Very exciting stuff. Is it going to be? We can't have a party anyway because you can't have anybody at home right now in Melbourne. Well, no, but you could do one of those sad Zoom ones where everyone dances in their house or something. Again. 
<laughs> we went through that last year, mate. <laughs> and so zoomed out and partied. It's a joke. Um, so what, what's the shows? You're doing uh, musicals at, uh, at Mary uh, Poppins school show. Yes, see Mary Fly. Jesus Christ! All the strings. They still do like fishing wire, pulling people up. Bit of that, yeah. But no advances in technology there, has there? You still see the wires if you're in the front for your eyes. Yeah, well, more like the rope. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's, it's not, no, this isn't high tech stuff, mate. <laughs> you take a kid's head off with some piano wire. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we better jump into this, mate. It's, oh, while I'm down here too. Uh, COVID special, free shipping to New South Wales only residents of uh, Fort Jocks, the pre-skid marked uh, underwear for your beach security. Get Look at fortjocks.com or lukehege.com for your pair of Fort Jocks. Get into it for this Father's Day and or impending summer. Um, we better roll the episode, mate. All right, back on pilots. Got briefly interrupted last week with episode 69, obviously. Hooters. <laughs> Needed to get in there. We had to. Urgently. Cheeky time out and bring in the perfect hitter for that situation. Yeah, well, um, this week, part three of uh, pilots losing their minds. And honestly, we'll have to come back again or give it a rest after this week. I've got a feeling with with COVID, like a lot in the States anyway, we've spoken before, They don't. there's a lot of pilots not making a whole bunch of cash in America. They get paid pretty poorly. Yeah. Now with COVID, I think it's even worse. I reckon it would be for some. Yeah. And they have to deal with fuckheads. Oh, I think everyone's temper's fray. That is contagious. Well, it doesn't just stop at the cockpit door. You know what? You know everyone's angry. You know what I like, though? Pilots always maintaining, even in a punch on, a certain level of professionalism won't blame COVID like other companies will. Yeah. <laughs> They'll just tee off and that's it. They won't say, you know, brain snap or whatever. Yeah. Generally. Well, hold, hold the phone on that. Oh, no. Early this year, right, there was a minor incident involving a pilot. It was a uh, it was a hot mic issue, like what's in your future as an award-winning broadcaster <laughs> with a golden microphone. Mate, well into uh, your wrinkled years. I look, there's, um, a, there's a big light in the studio at Fox 7, red. And red just means any of the mics are on. It doesn't even mean that it's broadcasting. It just means the mics are on. Yeah. And you you couldn't get me to say anything when that red light's on. When it's off and I look over at the desk and everything's down, here we go. Time to crack out a few impersonations. <laughs> uh, yeah. I cannot be gone first day. Plus you can't do the you can't do your side eye thing you do either because it's all being filmed now. So you can't pull your eyes to the sides when you're doing your Asian impersonations anymore, can you? Because it's being filmed. The radio. Mate, What's you, happened? What a time to be alive. You joke about that. There is a metro radio station that still has a caller who was a worker at a Chinese restaurant in 2021 and they just got pulled up on it now. Is it? Is it Queensland? Mm-mm. Oh, wow. Jesus. All right. Um, Fair guess, though. You know what? That's not your fault. They were short odds. Sports bed were paying $1.10 that it would be Queensland. Yeah, right. It's a lot of space, a lot of stations, but no. I was disappointed. <laughs> um, this pilot was ripping into the Bay Area of San Jose. Um, he didn't have a good time there, just having a chat to the co-pilot and the mic was on. I mm. don't know how that happens. Do you flick it on? Are you leaning on it? Anyway, take take care, future broadcasters. Assume it's always on. 21.3 is ready to go. Yeah, fuck this place. Goddamn liberal fucks. 
probably like eight guns out here somewhere. That's it. Fucking weirdos. Probably driving around that fucking Hyundai with fucking fucking lower shit that goes slow as fuck. <laughs> and last calling on tower, that's uh one two four point zero hot mic. If you don't have balls unless you're fucking rolling coal, man. <laughs> God, damn it. It's pretty great that there's a pilot that sounds like Kenny Powers from Eastbound and Down. Oh, it's great. I, was, I couldn't. I mean, there's a Southwest pilot unidentified, and I, for one, can't find him. Well, I reckon he's the one walking bow legged through Houston Airport with a fucking Yosemite <laughs> Sam hat on. Pretty good. I reckon he's one of those pilots that you get that are, you know, like they're a fucking F 18 fighter pilot. Yeah. And then they lose that gig and go, all right, fuck it. I'll go fly this shit around. Yeah. And they get annoyed. I had one on a Southwest flight, actually, who said there was such a holdup at the gate that they said, we're not going to make it on time, but we'll make it on time. And the angle we took off at, I honestly thought if we get out on the moon, (laughs) that would make sense. It was, he fucking punched it. And this bloke had like an Air Force jacket on. The pilot was hanging out at the gate, giving people finger guns and stuff. It was great. Yeah, right. Jesus Christ. I don't know that that's that great. You don't think? I like it in the movies or something. <laughs> Not in charge of the plane I'm on. No. I don't want anyone scared of the equipment they're on. Not not to a level where they're dangerous, but... I like them a little bit scared. Mm. <laughs> Just a tiny bit. <laughs> um, anyway, pretty good. He, he, was, he was upset that people drive Hyundai's and cars that go too slow, stuff like that. Yeah. And that's what he's... Lowered cars. Yeah, he doesn't like that sort of thing. Bay Area is full of them, evidently. Mm, I love that. Anyway. Fucking liberals. <laughs> fucking liberals. Fucking weirdos. Um, first flight this week is, uh, you can cast your mind back, buddy, to October 26, 1999. Oh. Y2K. Two months before Y2K. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That is a theme here. Anything around 2000, you're going to say Y2K, Ooh, and 2001, Y2K. 9-11. Yeah. Obviously, the two big periods <laughs> in forget. our lives. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well before Never Forget, but uh, only just before Y2K. British Airways flight from Gatwick to Barbados, and uh, it was business as usual when Captain Stuart Clapson was doing his checks in the cockpit. Um, a woman was sitting on the plane. She decided to voice her suspicions that a nearby man's bag may have been a bomb. Oh, yeah. And uh, goodness knows what's made her think this. I have a theory, but uh, I'm not <laughs> opening that up on zero evidence, <laughs> even though I'm yet to be wrong about this sort of thing. <laughs> um, what's the protocol for someone thinking your bag's a bomb? Is it a man with a completely spherical bag with a wick poking out the top ready to be lit? How do you? Oh, who knows? Either way, though. She's uh, piped up and said, look, you have to take me back to the airport. I feel unsafe around that black man. I mean, man, beg your pardon. So the captain, he's caught wind of this and he's been ordered back to the back to the gate. He got on the tannoy and he started like this. And I quote, a stupid lady. 
terrible way to start a sentence. No, nah, love it. <laughs> love it. All for it. Should happen. You imagine if that happened more in life, if people who were just yeah. fucking idiots got called out <laughs> in the moment. Not a will help you out and then later on she made a mistake. Just this fuckhead yeah. has ruined it for all of you. Well, don't forget this is last century we're talking about here when there were considered to still be some stupid women in existence. So different time. Don't panic. This was the last one. Yeah. <laughs> Got in just in time <laughs> before the future. Not this century. No way. Y2K wiped out anyone stupid, especially women. <laughs> it's one thing it did on the sly. The clocks were fine. <laughs> the stupid women weren't. Um, he said, and I quote, a stupid lady is spoiling all your holidays. I'm going to get her off the aircraft and get the police who are going to arrest her and put her in jail. Oh. A bit drastic. Yeah, the end, he's lost me there. Well, then he drove the plane back to the gate, came out of the cockpit and uh, berated her as she was leaving, allegedly <laughs> reducing her to tears. She had to get another flight later in the day where more of the passengers looked like her, so she felt safe. Oh, yeah. Um, the original flight left one hour late. Clapson flew the plane, angry. Never get behind the wheel when you're angry and uh, completed the flight without further incident. <laughs> the, the woman, meanwhile, oh. <laughs> dobbed him in for being rude. There you go. Yeah. So... No, she didn't get any cash. What Stu, Stu got himself demoted to co-pilot oh. and his salary got reduced from 140K to 100K. Oof. Big step when you're talking pounds. Oh. Someone can someone can translate that, can convert that if they like. Oh, sorry. Was this England? Yeah, this is in England. Ah, GBP. fuck, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I was about to say, it all sounds very English. I'm surprised they didn't chant her off, just the whole... British Airways, though. No, no, no. I mean the passengers. Yeah. Just chant the woman off. Yeah. It's not Ryanair. But yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, well, that's my – I think the problem was they weren't – that weren't enough white English on board. It was going to Barbados. Mm. So she just assumed everyone had a bomb. But uh, who knows? I don't know. God, even her, even her racism's wrong. What? Got the wrong ones. It's just the wrong – you saying? Yeah. <laughs> Might be in a bobsled team or – Real fast runners. <laughs> what are you doing? What a time. <laughs> that bobsled thing happened, did it? Is that what someone tried to tell me? What, Cool Runnings? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's based on a true story. Yes. Oh, God. Um, anyway. Um, let me just double check because I did see it when I was a kid. Oh, loosely based on a true story. Yeah. Jamaica National Bobsled Team debuting competition during the 1988 Winter Olympics. In Calgary, in Canada. Yeah. Seemed a bit loose to me, loosely based. That's a fairly long bow usually. Man, I just saw music, the film's music by Hans Zimmer, which you wouldn't know. Yes. Uh, you do know Hans Zimmer. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. All the all the Christopher Nolan stuff. Got to start somewhere, making some cool island beats for the Cool Runnings team. <laughs> Not that hard, those tin drums, are they? Um <laughs> Tribunal also heard during Stu's demotion hearing yeah. how he had a record of being poorly dressed at work and quite liked to punch darts in the cockpit. Sick. Pretty good. Um, Nothing to me that. sums up British more than poorly dressed punching darts. 
Yeah. Half of my family are them. <laughs> Do you reckon you can open up that window a tiny bit to let the butt out? Imagine sitting as a passenger in a fag butt, like a lit fag butt comes flying past the window. <laughs> what do you do with it? I get, I guarantee a pilot has done it at night time and then just said, ladies and gentlemen, if you look out the, uh, the left side of the plane, you're, you're about to see a shooting star. <laughs> <laughs> Real close to the window. Um, he appealed this, uh, I assume, under the guise of being right as a uh, – as a as a as a punishment for appealing, rather like in football, if you just cop the suspension for being a grub in the first place, and you go, no, hang on, I'm appealing that. They go, Are you sure? Yeah. Because it could be worse. So his appeal, they said, no, nah, mate, you're not just suspended, you're sacked. Fuck. Because you appealed. Come on. Yeah. What his other option was to fly the plane with a possible bomb on it, or just let the woman off nicely. But I wouldn't have that. Well, yeah. She is a fucking idiot and you can say it because she has ruined everyone's holiday. She has ruined everyone's holiday. So the two options, fly with a bomb or berate this lady. Yeah, he's chosen the best one. I mean, you can't call people stupid now even if you're right. If you had to call everyone stupid, who clearly is, you'd you'd get nothing done. (laughs) You're stupid. You're stupid. You look like you may not be, but you're probably stupid. You're not allowed to do that. You want to act like that? You got to start a podcast. <laughs> so, um, anyway, it's gone further, and Stuart, rightly so, upset about being sacked. Doesn't look good. Fuck, he'd be punching darts at this point in time. Mm. He's gone from two, what, one hundred and forty thousand pound, two hundred eighty thousand Aussie a year, yeah, to zero for calling a stupid person. Brief stupid. stop off at hundred thousand, and then zero. <laughs> He's taken back to the court system, Stu. And uh, bing, bang, boom, following February, only a few months after the ordeal, he won his job back. Beauty. So he's right to fight. Um, before he got to fly again, though, uh, Stuart, of course, had a stroke and died. Oh, uh, Yeah. <laughs> All that trouble. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to knock down a fourth wall here for the listeners. You just pointed at me, but I had no idea what sound you wanted. (laughs) Hand was on the dinger, ready to go. Well, to be fair, punch darts, angry, Uh, calling passengers stupid, lost his job. Didn't dress properly. Didn't dress properly. (laughs) Had to fight in court, got the job back, dead. His, um, his widow said the stress from the ordeal caused that. Could have done, or it could have been all those cockpit darts. We'll never know. <laughs> Doesn't matter what you do, though, does it? Like, you could go through all that trouble. You're just going to end up smelling burnt toast one day. We all fucking do. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Stress less. Get sacked, just roll with it, Stu. <laughs> Pick up a rake or something. Fucking knocked a few days off my life with that last-minute point at me for the soundboard. Didn't know what you wanted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Generally... I mean, I, you know, I should say this off here. Really, I point there for for dead, <laughs> there for dead, and down for dinger. Do you? Yeah. Good to know. I feel like you're a catcher in baseball, and I'm the pitcher, and I've got no fucking idea what what finger signs no, you're doing to me. I'm just chucking I start heat, pulling my face to the side and shit, doing all weird stuff. They still do that in baseball. 
Yeah. <laughs> Doing the, the fucking wink and the fingers and the, yeah. It's a bit old-fashioned, isn't it? Um, what do you want him to do? Send him a text? No. Electric collars like a fucking dog. <laughs> Buzzing. Not too hard. Um, second one, very short story this, but still impressed me. Oh, well, hold on. Just quickly, you say that. Yeah. Uh, NFL quarterbacks, little radio in the helmet. Yeah. Little headphone. That's fine. Get the play. Is that legal? Yeah. You're fine with that? Yeah. All right. I mean, Tour de France riders have that. Oh, do they? Yeah. Just listen to pods, I reckon. Yeah. What are the- Cricketers. Cricketers had it very, very briefly. I, <laughs> I say, I say, what do you say to them? Um, but what do they, what are they getting tips like rally car drivers? Sharp right coming up, take over this car, uh, keep pedaling. Not so much that. I think it's more, you know, hey, Lance, some dickhead's 200 metres behind you. Mm. Better get the lead out, mate. <laughs> and uh, make him 400 metres behind you in five seconds like no one can ever do before or since, amazingly. <laughs> Spin those pedals like you spun that blood. Yeah. Get up that fucking mountain. <laughs> do two laps, mate. Um, America West Airlines. You ever been on that? No. I've never heard of it. I've heard of Northwest. At Northwest. Until recently. Southwest yeah. they've got, of course. Well, they've been in business since 1981. Still going. Yeah. Body count, zero. Oh, fuck, if you don't fly anywhere. What is it? America West America Airlines. West Airlines. This, despite being hijacked in 1990 on a Vegas-Houston flight, this bloke, he's... Uh, he got into the cockpit. This is solid 11 years before cockpit terrorism was big. And uh, he said, nah, we're not going to Houston. We're off to Austin instead to get more fuel. And then we're going to Cuba. But uh, he didn't He didn't get to Cuba. He did, however, get bashed. <laughs> Pilots clubbed him, Texas style. Clubbed to the ground with a T-bone probably. What year was this? 1990. Yeah. Fuck yeah. They're hopping out then. <laughs> now what you do, you get a bit of uh get a bit of dip tobacco spit right in the eyes as you're trying to yeah. wipe that out. Back of your t shirt pulled over your head. <laughs> One of the pilots is probably in the middle of an all you can eat. He brought onto the plane. He's just smashed him with a few plates or something. I don't know. Whatever it is they do. Two engraved revolvers pointed at you when you <laughs> Yeah. The cockpit door was still swinging. The saloon <laughs> cockpit doors. He just smashed him with one of them in the face. <laughs> um, pretty good. Although, and I only found this because I was looking at uh, the best one. Um, well, one of the best ones I've found. It's another America West incident. Hey, America West, by the way, I think they're, I think they're gone. Are they gone now? Yeah, they've been chewed up by US Airways, which I have heard of. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, or just got overtaken. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. A lot of uh, opportunists moved in. Was that during the GFC? Uh, in late 2001, America West was the first airline to apply for and receive a loan post 9-11. Mm. It's done it again. It's taken out America West. Um, 2003, closed its Port Columbus hub, reducing scheduled daily flights from almost 50 to four. That's not good. Right. You need more than four. Yeah. Well, this was in that. That uh, lovely window of opportunity in between that. If you cast your mind back to 30th of June 2002. And, um, 
we're looking at flight five five six Miami to Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> Two hot spots. Never been to either one. Can't wait. <laughs> um, the night before, pilots Thomas Cloyd and Christopher Hughes took the three flight attendants pilots think they own to Mister Moe's Sports Bar in Coconut Grove. Woo! And, um, sports bar. Sick. Sports bar. Yeah, lots of tellies. Generously, the pilot, Cloyd, opened a tab. And they all had a few shandies. The, um, the girls went home after a little while. It's important that he opened a tab. You know, get some rest, big day tomorrow. Us lads are going to kick on for a while. Don't worry about it. So in the end, the girls went home real early. The tab had on it seven oh, 34-ounce oh. beers. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I can see your fucking fingers now. Sorry. <laughs> um, seven 16-ounce beers. For the Sheilas. One, dra- yeah, one draft beer of unspecified size. A martini. And a hamburger. <laughs> Just the one. Martini! To be fair, though, an American sports bar hamburger could feed two blokes and three flight attendants, I reckon. Yeah. Just <laughs> cut that into pizza slices, thanks. <laughs> yeah. $122.28, which Ooh. is about 163 Australian. Um, In the uh, post-tab analysis. Hold on. Which wanker had the martini? I've done a debrief myself. We'll see. All right. Debate. Well, my guess, Go on. co-pilot trying to look cool in front of the pilot and the flight attendants. And then the captain has just said, fuck up, idiot. We're on the beers. Yeah, right. It's not a movie. Well, my, We're drinking at a sports bar. This is my breakdown. <laughs> the three flight attendants who got coerced into attending Moe's heard the news that a tab had been opened. Uh, one of them has said, ooh, a tab. In that case, give me that A2 size menu. I'm going to have the most expensive thing on there. Martini, please. Uh, the second one has said, look, I'll have an unspecified draft beer, please. Don't want to create a scene. And I think the third one has said, look, I'll have nothing, thanks. I mean, bought a drink before and something was expected in return. A horrible concept, which has instilled a lot of suspicion towards acts of generosity between the genders. Thanks very much. <laughs> so the fifth wheel has cultivated some awkwardness in the bar. The three women have left after the last drop of martini was slurped. And then that's when the boys, I reckon, I reckon Cloyd being the uh, – being the more senior of the two, was slugging 34-ounce beers yeah. while Hughes was getting the fun-sized beers you give to children to get them used to it. Yeah. that uh, <laughs> That's when it went from, when they left, that it turned from the pilots to dub boys. Yeah. D-A-B-O-I-Z. <laughs> but there's exactly Dubois. seven of each size. I don't really know my ounces, is it? Is that like a schooner versus a pot? Yeah, I reckon. What were the big ones? 34 ounce and the other was, I believe, 16 ounce. Hold on. 34 ounce, it's saying 1,000 milliliters. Oh, wow. What a liter. stein. A stein, yeah. And the other one. That's an American pint. 16 fluid ounce, 473. So, yeah, that's a skewy. Okay. That's well, a skewy. Pi- yeah, skewy pints, 525, pint. I think. 34 ounce, that's a liter. That's a big beer. <laughs> um, America. Yeah. Which brings us. Hold on, they're selling they're selling liter beers at a sports bar to pilots. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Come 
Love a sports bar. Oh, it's great. Which brings us to the hamburger. Contentious for a few reasons. I'm not a I'm not a tab starter for multiple reasons, obviously. But uh, if I picked up a tab of drinks and there was a hamburger on it, and I hadn't ordered it, I'd be asking some questions at volume. The first one starting with "Who the fuck?" Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. <laughs> also, on that, Americans use the term hamburger to describe minced meat. Funny little people, aren't they? <laughs> you know, they're at home, they just go, that's good hamburger. You know, what do you mean? Where's the hamburger? Just the meat. Who's your guess on the hamburger then? Who ate it? A bit of uh, airport uh, bar Cluedo. Well, sorry, sports bar Cluedo. I'll tell you later on. Actually, I got a I got a theory, but uh, it's it's continuing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Can I chuck mine out first, and then I want to hear yours later? Yeah, go on. I think it's the chick that had nothing to drink. Ah, but she was hungry from working all day. Yeah, and said, "I'm not. I don't want to talk to these two fucking losers, but I will take a big ass hamburger." Yeah, maybe instead but, of hotel I mean, food. Good on her. If that's what she did, but that's a concept that I can't really get behind. I, I don't know if I've told you this. You definitely weren't there, but like nearly ten years ago, obviously, like it was. I bought a round of drinks for some Melbourne comics, like four or five of them. Mm. So it was no one off the telly like you. It's more your low breed types that I fraternise with from time to time, and um, yeah, it really drops off. You do, I do, I do see photos of you. It gets to a certain point at night after I've had to go home in Melbourne. Yeah, where I've lost Heggy to the night, which is where I would have been pre-child, or now I am in any city yeah. where I'm not with my family. Yeah. But <laughs> why the fuck is Heggy talking to this bloke? He he'd hate him. <laughs> no, I'll talk to anyone, but this was this was like this sort of. You lower, you know, like I was, I was out on the streets flying, meeting these people, that sort of thing. Mm. Like proper first year I was there, and um, I, I had no idea. Like I've still, I was still baffled by how many fucking weirdos there are in comedy. But the sort of general mo is: look, I'm buying you a drink, anything you want, so long as it's beer or wine. If you're willing to say, I'll have wine, please, because I'm a girl. Um, one guy, right? He, he's. He didn't want to drink because he didn't drink, and he goes, well, "There's your first like mistake. I bought. I bought like four drinks for three people and me. I went, there you go, let's have a beer.' Um, he sort of came over quietly, and he goes, um, "I don't really drink, but you know how you bought everyone a, a beer there, and it was seven dollars. Can I just have my seven dollars so I can go and get a subway?" You're fucking kidding me. He said that to me. No, I'm not kidding you. Can I have That's a guess? What happened. I'm guessing <laughs> Queensland open mica. Am I no. on? Oh. No, but it's a good it's a My good theory guess. is it's there because not- Queensland have some fucking weird units getting around in the open mic scene. Yes. And the reason is I think in Queensland, if you don't go outside or fish or play sport, you're just inside in Queensland all the time. Yeah. We, not 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 the place to be indoors all the time. No. It's not good for you. 
the hum- the human brain's not meant to take that much aircon, you know. It's it's uh, it was a um I couldn't tell you the guy's name, but it's it's a north of the tropics kind of guy. Um, oh. yeah, I'm, I still I still think about that sometimes. I think the the audacity of that, like it's nearly you nearly tip your hat to someone if that's a joke, but it was deadly serious. Mm. Like, no nah, man, that's not how it works. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's the problem with some of those late night drinking sessions. You can just you look around and the, the, there's a new group formed. And I'm, I think I'm bad now in the way that um, I used to not care because I had unlimited time because I had no responsibilities. Yeah. But now if I'm out on the piss, I've got a certain, you know, there's only a certain amount of time I'm doing this. Oh, yeah. And if there's anyone in the way, I'm like, nah, not having you. <laughs> not fucking having you, mate. I can't. Not you. Yeah. This is, yeah. This is a small friends. window. <laughs> Yeah, can't have you here. This wasn't like a drinking session or anything. It was just like literally, you know how how poor all those people are. Yeah, like they just got nothing. I'm like, yeah, me too. But I am an adult. I have got a few dollars <laughs> to spend on beer. I'm here for a month. I didn't come down with five bucks. You idiots. That's it. Was them it was those yeah. types? So I took pity, and that's what I get. Um. Anyway, sadly, as part of a a true American tragedy, Mister Moe's. Sports bar, it has uh, it has permanently closed. Oh, what happened to Moe's? Well, as we've said before, COVID is uh, particularly unkind to bars with a two square kilometre footprint. <laughs> surely not. Surely COVID rules don't apply to sports bars in the south of America. Ah, uh, you wouldn't think so. <laughs> anyway. On this particular night, it was not closed. At uh, 4.45 a.m., one of the lads tripped over a bar stool and they got booted out. Fair enough. They got. This is where things are fuzzy on the timeline. They got back to the hotel at 5.30, kebab or a taco, I reckon. <laughs> um, yeah, burrito, the Mexican kebab. Yeah, <laughs> Mexican kebabs. Is that what they call them? No, um, not at all. Just thought of it. I like it, though. The... Um, Man, a good taco, a good taco truck in the states. Oh, oh yeah, so good. Right. I don't know. It's just like a kebab can really do some fucking damage, but a burrito, nice. Yeah, I'd take a burrito or a taco over a kebab any day. Fuck yeah. The um shuttle bus has turned up with the girls in it to pick the boys up at nine thirty a.m. <laughs> to go to the airport. Oh no, so that's not enough time. No, it's not. That's <laughs> that's five hours after being kicked out of a venue for tripping over a bar stool. Yeah, slightly less. Four hours after getting back to the hotel on CCTV, Hughes he looked quite unwell when he arrived at nine fifty. So they're sitting in the shuttle for twenty minutes, wait for Oof. him to come downstairs. It's not a bad, not a good look. They got to security, right? We've been hung over before hopping on tour buses. Before I've done the like a lot of lot of cold water in the face, an extra gargle of listerine, really brush brush the tonsils, try and get a spew. Yeah, and that was just to sit. I didn't even have to fly a plane. Yeah, I go to the the uh, pool. Usually, it's in a car park. Yeah, you get the car park pool in <laughs> motel. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> straight in, cured in five seconds. <laughs> if you don't have a heart attack, you're fine. Um, they got to the security at the airport, and Cloyd, captain, he strolled th- straight through security with a coffee. He'd purchased from one of Miami International Airport's 10 Starbucks outlets. <laughs> um, a supervisor said, 
throw out your cup of coffee. Cloyd said, that shit doesn't apply to me. Fuck yeah. Great. <laughs> Sick. Yeah. Little fucking tip from, the, <laughs> little tip from the top, man. If you, you be on your best behavior when you're trying to get away with something. Like everyone knows that. Don't run a red light when you've got a body in the boot. <laughs> no, but is it if he stops and tries to talk with him, the guy might smell the booze? Well, yeah. Either way, you just go, okay, take my coffee, throw it out, keep walking. Get one somewhere else. It's not like the coffee in the airport in an American airport is going to be any worse than the or better than the coffee on the plane. No, I think it's the same. Americans just have black coffee. It's terrible. And then for some reason, milk with a donut on top. Yeah, that they'll then refer to as a coffee with cream. <laughs> it's just no middle of the. <laughs> I told you when I was in the Their states, taste buds, no good. Living in the states, there was a thing in New York, the um, Flinders Lane Cafe. It was called. And comedian Ari Shafir freaked out that I paid four dollars or something for a like a Melbourne latte. Oh yeah, you a couple of crazy be- arses running. Yeah, it. well, I just couldn't. Yeah, yeah, you just couldn't believe it was so small. Yeah, like the cup was small. I was like, yeah, it's all you need. Oh, do they slam down the trucker cup? Yeah, when they go to a big fucking Flinders Lane. Fill that up. <laughs> be forty five dollars, thanks. Another thirty four ounce or whatever. Yeah, the um, the screeners are there. Excuse me. They they voiced their concerns to the supervisor, saying, "Look, these blokes smell like they've had a few." The um, they got to the gate. The ground crew supervisor approached them at the gate and said, "You stink." Cloyd said, "No, I've just got bad breath." That's what he put it down to. So um, not covering that type of steaming. Nah, you can't. That in bed at five thirty a.m. up at nine steaming. Always keeps some listerine in the bag. It's <laughs> That would this this whole episode would have been gone if they did that. The problem is though that type of steam and you got to pour listerine on you, yeah, like on your skin to try and block that. It's it's fucking coming out the pores. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's holding a fucking frozen pea packet on his head where he's where he's had the stack in the bar. Yeah, <laughs> steak. Remember, blokes used to just put a steak on their nuts and stuff. They just come home and get a steak out of the freezer. Oh, got like swollen nuts. Put that down your pants. You know. Kids who get a pube in their steak, who cares? It's always a steak in those old things, wasn't it? Steak on the knee, steak wherever. The um, TSA and the filth, they got called, chain of command. Cops turned up late, probably got waylaid in Starbucks, slow service. And the plane, by this stage, had already pushed off. And the yeah. tug, that little tug, was yeah. in the front wheel, still attached to the rod. And this was important for later. Um, they got called back. Uh, ATC said, look, go back to the gate. The pilots got called back and Cloyd and Hughes went back and they blew in the bag 0.091 and 0.084 oh. respectively. Woo! I dress myself in cashmere. Woo! 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 That's just over in the States, 0.08. Oh, you've not got for to pilots, be. it's not. Yeah, what's it got to be? Well over. Point one. Uh, <laughs> they get a bit more. It's a stressful job. Well, Miami, like, yeah, it's point oh eight on the roads, but it's uh for the FAA it's point oh four, which I think is still a little generous. Yeah. I would rather my pilot pilots blow zero. Just a, yeah, just zero, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what led me to believe because Hughes had the lower reading that he ate the hamburger. <laughs> that's my that's my position on that. I d I don't see a flight attendant having the audacity to order a burger. In fact, 
I don't know. Maybe. I wasn't there. I, I reckon the, the untitled draft beer is the oldest flight attendant. Yeah. The oldest one. She's just, uh, yeah, I've fucking been here before. I have a big beer and I'll hit the bricks. Yeah. Yeah. So you reckon Martini. the young bloke is lined his belly. He's heard stories of the captain. Yeah. So he's lined the stomach. Or do you reckon he's got a late, like a 2 a.m. hamburger? Yeah, he probably, I mean, he could have been, he could have been tripping over the bar stool because he's looking at his hamburger while trying to walk. <laughs> Who knows? Wish I was there now. Um, Wish the place was still open. We could visit and ask some questions. <laughs> CSI style. And the bar staff would remember like they always do in those shows. Oh, yeah. Hey, remember years and years and years ago, a couple of pilots were in here? Oh, yeah. One oh, had a hamburger. <laughs> yeah. I always wonder that with especially American but all cop stuff. They're like, where were you on April 8? You go, I don't fucking know. Like, how do you? I have no idea where I was, you fuckhead. And then they get you on that. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, what lunatic know. does no know? even got a diary they get to look up. Um, so the boys, they've tried to get the case thrown out because under federal law, if there's no damage or serious injury or death, if you blow under 0.10, there's nothing to be done. Right. So that's amazing. So you what can, he could like, he could do it, just come back to the station, we'll test you again. And then he gets under 0.04, let me back on the plane. Well, that's that's under federal law, so I don't know how that applies. But under the state law of Florida, not so. I said, no, this is a state issue because oh. you're in Florida, uh, the land of the doubly free. They love that shit. They love a little state v. federal battle. Ah, oh, jurisdiction. That's a mm. catch cry of all Americans. This is my jurisdiction. You don't have jurisdiction. I, I've never understood that. Cars driving over a border, and the cop car just turns back and goes, Well, it's not my jurisdiction. He's <laughs> <laughs> got five dead bodies tied to the roof. I can't follow him. He's over the state line. I just watched that Mayor of East Town show, Kate Winslet. Oh, yeah. a, there That's is a, a jurisdiction issue in that. Yeah. I've got to, someone from higher up comes in, help out. It's amazing. It's great. Always. <laughs> I reckon that's, do you reckon that's just copy paste? Any American show with a cop? That's got to be one of the storylines as a cop from another area has to come in at some point to help out. Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. That'll cover half an episode in this seven-episode run. I know. Another cop. You're kidding me, Sarge. It's got to happen. You know what you did. That's bullshit. I know. Sometimes. It's almost as if they're on the same fucking side. But it's, <laughs> yeah, it's. I wouldn't believe it if it wasn't American television because their television is exactly like life. Like you met Americans, they're exactly like the ones on the TV, every single one of them. Born TV ready. <laughs> so when I went there, I thought, actually, the movies are incredibly accurate. Like <laughs> fact or fiction movies, they're all the same. You they're imagine that accurate. Aussie cop show and other jurisdictions coming in. Oh, fucking new beauty. Yeah. So we don't have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, lads, <laughs> we're done. <laughs> they, get in, uh, they get in the ear of all the Tweed Heads criminals. Go, can you just go up north a little bit, commit your crimes over there because we'd rather not. Deal with it. Um, they negotiated a plea bargain where they could do just 14 months each in the clink. Gee, fuck. It went from no trouble to heaps Yeah, real quick. Well, yeah. Um, well, even more so. They said, nah, sorry. This is America. Uh, there are still stars and stripes on the fucking soil, aren't there? Or what? In, in 2005, this went to a grand jury trial. Jeez. In what can only be described as a positive use of the Dade's resources. Anyway, in the trial, the lads, they were going all right. 
when it was established that they never had control of the plane. The tug did. The tug still had the rod yeah. attached to the wheels. So, uh, But then the tug driver had to take to the stand and solemnly swear on the good Lord himself's name that the boys told him to start the tug. That's how they get you. It's like when you, like when you're fast asleep in the car, maggot, parked, and uh, the plod come by and book you for drink driving because the keys are in the car somewhere. Always hide the keys a little bit away from the car in case some ambitious little walloper wants to get you. So hold on. The tug guy, mm. who wouldn't have been in any trouble anyway. No, he wasn't. Could have got him off. Yeah. Could have just said, yeah, I was driving it. Don't worry. He said, no, nah, they told me to do it. But he'd already sworn to the American God. He oh, had to, yeah. Like, he had to tell us he had no choice um, but to dob. No one's lied up there before. No. <laughs> he didn't want to be the first. They didn't buy him a bloody hamburger. What's he? What's in it for him? It's oh. America. So the, the fellas were categorically in the wrong. As uh, if he's, he's getting dowry butts fucking flicked at him out the window, future flights, oh, when the yeah. other pilots yeah. find out. <laughs> Tip the rest of the big M out on him. <laughs> never really... They never really grew out of cops and robbers, did they, the Americans? Cops and robbers, cowboys and Indians, lock up the bad guy at all costs. Good and bad. Grey area, what the fuck is grey? I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they shouldn't be ramming one in every hundred or so of their citizens in the slammer. Throw away the key. But they take a suspiciously large amount of enjoyment from the transaction. Americans just chucking people in jail. In this case, no one subscribed to the all's well that ends well adage of nearly drink flying. (laughs) Anyway, in the end though, the state, the people, the good people of Miami-Dade won a landmark case against a federal criminal syndicate consisting of of two pissheads from Mr. Moe's bar, used resources to the tune of a few million dollars to send these masterminds to the big house. Got him. Yeah. (laughs) Three and five years respectively. Put that on your plate. You'd like some chips with that. All Americans have a catchphrase, don't they, including judges. Love it if a judge just says something like that. <laughs> Put the kettle on. You're going to the big house. <laughs> so they got three years. One of them got three. One got five. Oh. Yeah. Uh, captain got five. Fuck. Co-pilot, three. Yeah. Bet you wish he had that hamburger now. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Should have lined the belly. Yeah. Could have been out too earlier. But just had a fucking snack. But no, he got a hamburger. I called him a soft cock and ordered a martini. And now I'm in here for an extra 24 months. <laughs> yeah, expensive joke. Um, the flight to Phoenix, Arizona, uh, cancelled with one L. If only the Seppos were as diligent with their grammar as they were shoveling the underclasses into jail for life for fucking jaywalking. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the the um the boys they should have just ordered two hamburgers and some listerine. You want to you want to fly a plane on four hours, drunk sleep, get prepared, don't back chat. Manners cost nothing. I reckon that would have got them out of that. Definitely. Yeah. It was the attitude with the coffee. If they just put their hands up immediately, do you reckon it was the coffee? The cocky captain. Oh yeah, he's fucked it from the start for sure. None of this would have happened if they had listerine. They've he just handed his coffee over and had some manners. Egos. Egos landed those two in jail. You know what Could have, would have gotten him out of it? 
not doing it. They were, if they'd had seven of these, mate. Hear that? There's ah. a couple empty ones here. Heaps normal. Here he is. Yeah. <laughs> Independent, non-alcoholic beer. Heapsnormal.com. They're still supporting the show. Thanks, legends at Heaps Normal. I fucking did it. Got in the ultimate plug. I reckon non-alcoholic beer be against the Constitution, especially Florida. Can you imagine serving up a litre of non-alcoholic beer? Nah, maybe in the kids' section. Duck as the hailstorm of bullets fly at everyone. Just a big old fascist shootout at the bar. Yeah. (laughs) Man, that's it for pilots for now. We'll be back. Plenty more of the bastards. That's the problem, though, with America, isn't it? It's either fucking seven litres of beer and a martini or I was sober at 15 because I sniffed a Jack Daniels and I fucking punched my mate. Oh, yeah. What are you, just yeah. somewhere in the middle. There's, there is no middle. There's got to be a middle ground. You know who's got a middle ground, Heggy? Heaps normal. Drier July. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to stop that. They might have ditched it's us not, by this episode. It's not one in, all in. Or whatever that saying is. Get on there, heapsnormal.com. Yeah. That's the last egregious plug, I promise. All right. Um, yeah, there is no middle ground. It's it's therapy or the gutter. There's nothing else. <laughs> That's it. What a place. And therapy just forever. Oh, yeah. What are you doing? Well, what's in it for a therapist to cure someone? It's not the fucking American dream. Got to keep them coming back. Just keep them needing that little bit more. Oh, my wife's mate. Love her. She's a Cairo. I love repeat customers. Of course. But I fuck my knee. My physio said, do this, cunt. Hope to not see you again. Yeah. And he hasn't yet. Yeah. Because <laughs> of your misplaced pride or because he did a good job? No, he did a great job. I listened to none of it, but the thing seems to have gone away. Yeah. So in a much longer time frame than would have happened if I just listened to his instructions at the start, but that's not what I'm about. Yeah, pretty much everything goes away if you give it time. Mm. I feel like that with health, dogs, everything. <laughs> not tumours. Tends to, it. tends to be the opposite. Yeah. Never had one of them, but I reckon if I ignored it, it'd just go down. <laughs> you think the stress is what if you don't look at it, it'll fuck off. No, but people must love that. Like people are actually sick and others go, mate, positive thinking. That's what got me out of trouble. I had, I had a cold once, just thought positively, done. Yeah, yeah, well, mine's more serious than that. Yeah, still, same applies. Positive thinking. There you go. Start tapping the sides of your head. Lurch didn't like that of a family, uh, family friend of hers. That this ultra fit bloke in his fifties, never had a drink, never had a dart, mm. died of cancer. And I was talking to my wife about it, and she said he's super fit. And I said I tend to disagree. I'd say I'm fitter. Yeah, because I can handle his darts. Just see what I've done to my body, and I'm still standing. The champ. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of people take that as license to do something, though. They oh, I know. To just do what they want. They go, well, I know a bloke who smoked 12 packets a day and drank a carton, you know, lived to 95. Therefore, I'm going to do that. All <laughs> yeah. right. Good luck. I'll done in your favour. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That brings us to the end of another episode of Mid-Flight Brawl. Angry pilots. Fuck, there's a lot of them. And thankfully, they're still out there. There's heaps of flights all back. the time. Yeah. I love it. I love when you see – have you seen uh, – there was a photo got sent to us the other day, updated airline, like the air, aircraft in the sky at any given time, like the radar. No, I didn't see it. This time last year, very quiet, and now it's fucking packed again. The skies are packed. Oh, yeah. Well, I think there's a genuine um, – like I've been reading some – I've been reading a lot of articles, but there's a genuine uh, rise in anger 
of people being close to each other, especially after this little fucking rejig of society. Mm. People are much angrier being near other people and planes is where all that happens. Have you felt that at all going back to the airport again the last few months? You're getting that like, oh, this fuckhead. Nah, I don't really suffer from that myself, but um, I can see it happening a lot more. People are on edge. They're not enjoying themselves, not talking to strangers. Yeah, you know what it is? I think I think you wake up every day knowing the world's full of fuckheads. I don't, but I'm reminded <laughs> yeah. really quickly. You're just a bloody happy-go-lucky simpleton, are you? Is that what we're talking about? But no, no, no. It's the, it's the fresh start. Here we go. Let's bloody get after it. And then I met with honour. It's happened again. Yeah. But it's like a cold shower every day. Yeah. But with humanity. <laughs> Yeah, mate. Oh, that's it. Oh, fuck. That's no good. <laughs> yeah. Nicholas J. Cody spreading rays of sunshine wherever he goes. Mate, the good first you, 15 mate. minutes of the day, I'm on top of the world. Try and catch me then. All right. I've got to go. All right, mate. Take it easy. Any gigs coming up? Oh, we're doing the Great Australian Podcast Festival in November, Palais Theatre. Oh, yeah. Get on the uh, Instagram uh, at Midflight Brawl or midflightbrawl.com. We'll have the ticket link up there. Uh, send us a message, midflightbrawlpod at gmail.com or get around us on Patreon. Help keep the lights on, patreon.com slash midflightbrawl for all the extra eps. Beauty. All right, mate. I'll cop you later. See you later, mate. See ya. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's Midflight Brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.